welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. Um, I, I watched a movie. My name's Neil. <laughs> this is Michael. The one true Ben. And Wookiee. He's back! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, I can't think of anything uh, thematic for, uh, for introduction of myself today. Uh, we are going to do an episode on the film John Wick, Chapter 2. Electric Boogaloo. And I shouldn't have kicked my phone way the heck over there because I needed it for the list of, uh, for the list of things. Um, huh, yeah. I assume this is going to be like before. Like before. Uh, yeah, first bit non-spoiler, second bit okay. spoilerific. The first, um, because this is something that I've wanted to do for a while and finally actually managed to remember to tell people to pay attention long enough to do so, we're going to talk about the trailers. Yay. Because cool. trailers are fun, and I don't watch them obsessively on the internet, so I hadn't seen most of these. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was proud of myself, too, for not having just, like, went down a YouTube rabbit hole and actually saw, saw some new stuff at a movie theater. Here's <laughs> the thought. And I managed Sorry. to bump the table twice, which is nice and loud on the recording. So... I'm taking a page from my book. <laughs> yeah, so we've got uh, trailers to talk about. And we can do this kind of rapid fire. Uh, the first trailer was for a movie called Collide, which is apparently about drug running and a guy who wants to be out and, and, and it's gets John drag Wick back with in. drug running instead it's of It's John Wick with drag running, or drug running pretty and much. And cars. Yeah. yeah. And cars, yeah. I, th- I thought initially before, uh, b- before I was proved wrong that it was just another trailer for one of the Fast and Furious movies, but we'll get to that. Uh, it, definitely had, it definitely had a, a it similar had a feel. It had a Fast and Furious feel. It also it. had a bit of a Gone in 60 Seconds vibe. Yeah, but, kind of. Yeah. By the um, way, did anybody else, did that trailer strike anyone as kind of like ham-fisted? The like, whole movie strikes me as yeah, yeah. He has Ben Kingsley as a drug runner. As a well, no, not as a drug lord. runner. Drug. He's a drug lord. He like pro- he appears to run a cartel, like and he looks Mandarin's like he's strung out. out of his <laughs> yeah, that's mind what I was thinking too. Time. Time. The yeah. Mandarin's moving up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the thing is, is when he opens the door at one point, it looks like he's opening the door to a trailer. That he has put gold foil or, or some sort on the inside. Well, of the yeah, door. he's a crazy ostentatious. Uh, so I, 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 kind of want to see this movie just for the breaking Kingsley ben. themes. <laughs> yeah, just for the <laughs> Kingsley scenes because they will be gold. I will say this: literally, uh, <laughs> it looks like it looks like Kingsley and uh, Hopkins are having fun. Yeah, and Anthony yeah. Hopkins in it too. I mean. Son of a so bitch! The, the stuff Hopkins. The names on the, the, the yeah, it could yeah. be a fun movie, but my my main. Uh, I've Reticence seen. is that the guy who plays the lead looks like he has no gravitas whatsoever. Well, he has like no presence. Here's my well. He's like a little kid. He's like you know the the, the cliche of like the kid wearing the dad suit and the, like the jacket arms are hanging down to the yeah. floor. Yeah. That's what I felt like the main dude's performance was like when he put him up against people like Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, and, and Kingsley. Kingsley. Anthony I'm just Hopkins like eh. who, can, who can ooze menace. So far, you know, most of what Anthony seen, Hopkins, yeah, is the king of menace. You're right. <laughs> the lead guy for Collide is. Nick I mean, he Holtz. sweats that shit. <laughs> and most of what we've seen him in so far is Beast in the newer X Men movies. Huh. Oh, I knew he looked vaguely familiar. Is that yeah. who that is? Well, he yeah. did. He did do a good job with that. So I will be with that. Yeah, yeah. I will give him the benefit of. But the doubt. without the Beast makeup, he does not look very menacing at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and here's and, my thing. Um, why I am not going to why I would personally save this for second run myself after the first trailer. I'll probably I have it after it's on DVD. I have oh, yeah. seen this movie before. 
I may not have seen this particular movie, but I've seen the movie before. Right. Uh, Right. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, it's so far down on the radar. It's Mm -hmm. like maybe a Netflix or Redbox situation. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, you know, the thing is, is that I think the high point of that whole trailer is Anthony Hopkins, you know, when people mm. steal from me, you know, uh, when you try to steal from me, a great many innocent people die meaningless, horrible deaths, or just something like that. Kind, of, going, kind of channeling a little bit of Lecter menace there. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, almost Lecter-level menace. It's like the whole civilized oh. psychopath thing. I'm actually reminded, uh, there's a couple things, there's a couple pieces of, of odd bookkeeping we actually need to get back to here before we uh, go on with trailers. Right. Um, well, what is Neil drinking? I'm drinking an old fashioned, um, which is thematic because the primary constituent is bourbon, and uh, that is apparently John Wick's uh, drink of choice. Is just straight bourbon. Uh, the other thing to mention is there are no additional words to the book this week, but that's because I've been working on my presentation for VisionCon, and um, that comes up. Yeah. And, and also, I bought StarCraft Two, and so I just haven't really had much time lately. <laughs> StarCraft Two. Yeah, I finally bought it. It was on sale. I know. And of course, you buy a game. You have to play it. You know, screw anything else you have to do. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say this with zero room to talk, having logged almost seven hours. Uh, yeah, I see when Fallout you're on board. Fallout. Yeah, I see you every time you're on Fallout, which is like every day, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, um, I am, however, uh, we were recording this on Monday the 13th. 13th. I'm actually going to try and have actually two episodes up because I totally missed the episode that was supposed to go live this last Saturday. Because um, I'm sorry, I got distracted by Start a video game. Too. <laughs> it happens. Occupational hazard with a geek podcast. Yeah. In any case, um, it would it would make more sense if it was a newer game. But no, the battle chest was on sale for like thirty bucks. And I've <laughs> is, that, always, is that all three? Is that it's everything? all three. I still haven't for, got around to picking up Legacy of the Void. For, Whenever it goes on yeah. sale, I'll pick it up. For 30 bucks, And I was like, okay, I, I can buy this okay. now. I've always wanted to play it. Yeah, so, yeah, I apologize. Uh, Wookiee's back, too. Yay! <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, okay. okay, after Collide, Collide uh, we saw the same trailer that everyone has seen a million times now for Ghost in the Shell. Which kind of pisses me off because a new trailer went live today for Ghost in the Shell. Except me, apparently, because the teaser is all I saw for some Trailer reason. or TV spot went live today? Trailer. Okay. New trailer went live today. Why the hell couldn't we have? Couldn't it have been on the reels yesterday, huh? Right. Well, I don't know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I'm actually and not going to watch any more trailers for that movie. I am too excited for that movie. I want to get go in with knowing as little as possible. I am so torn up about Ghost in the Shell. I love Ghost in the Shell. So let me let me I play the role of the outsider again. And this is going to be you know a lot of people that may not be familiar with the uh, manga or <laughs> show or movie that they did way back in I think ninety five. Yeah. Um, it was and then released again five years later, and then again five years uh, later. This <laughs> first, keeps getting remade. This re-release that I bought recently. Is that two um, No, this is actually okay. a re-release of the original. Um, of, of it looks like. Yeah, this is the this is the uh, this is the original cut. Cool. So, so the question is, as someone who has not seen or read any Ghost in the Shell, would you think it would be better to just go in completely cold or to actually see original first? If you want something to compare it to, watch that first. Um, actually, I, I would say that if you want something to compare it to, watch uh, five or six episodes of Standalone Complex first. 
but I uh, like standalone. I'm biased. I love standalone comics. Let me see this. Uh, can yeah. move the, the. Um, the thing is, if it's good, Ghost in the Shell, it'll be kind of confusing on your first watch through anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Almost any cyberpunk. Is <laughs> well, I, I like you know I like weird movies that make you think, so I'm right. fine with that. Well, see, and the thing is, is and this is part of the part of the issue. People are going, oh, we're white washing, you know, anime. But except when you look, not. At, yeah. Except when you look at the at, look at major, major Kusanagi has never been distinctly Japanese. I'm not. I'm not mad yeah. about their casting yeah, of Scarlett I, Johansson or all the other people. Yeah. Um, I'm not super thrilled on some of the makeup. Like I don't like the look on Bato. Yeah. I think he looks like, like right out of the anime. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, it's not. It's not Bato. It's. Uh, Bulma, who's just like, what did they do to you, Bulma? But uh, I don't remember that one. But he, he looks, he looks scary. No, I don't remember the character. Um, Which one was he? In he there? was one of the guys in part of her team. Yeah. Okay. He was one. He was, was part. He had the little. No, that's that's Bato. Okay. And then the and then the old guy with the kind of crazy. He was part character. of Section Thirteen. He was ba- uh, the guy I'm talking about. Is basically their boss. And he looks perfect. Aramaki looks great. Yeah. Aramaki <laughs> most, looks fucking great. Most of the great. characters look like they should. Yeah, I'm not unhappy. Well, that's also be um, who they cast as Aramaki. I don't remember, but we will. We really will get to John Wick at some point. We will. Um, <laughs> We're just trying to extend the part that has no has no uh, has no <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. And the creator of. Ghost in the Shell actually visited Masamune Shiro. Yeah, he visited the set for the movie and praised the fact that it was Scarlett Johansson because he loves her as an actress. And he said the major, while originally Japanese, oh yeah, her mind is in a nondescript chassis, right? Mm-hmm. That is like mass produced, right? So her look is not meant to be anything specific. So yeah, um. Although they they yeah they they got it completely right with um, Aramaki who is being played by uh, Takeshi uh, Kitano, um, also mostly no, also known outside of the U.S. Uh, or outside of Japan, uh, and also a lot in Japan as Beat Takeshi, um, of Takeshi's Castle fame slash most extreme elimination challenge. Right, you are Ken. As far as as far as just the look of the trailer, it looks like. It should. Yeah. It okay. looks... Can't say anything about the story yet. Yeah, that's... As far as the way it looks, it looks perfect. <clears throat> and that is where I am worried. Right. I, I'm not worried about the aesthetic. They have nailed the aesthetic. Uh, minus minus a few problems with, from going from a drawn... Uh, from a drawn art style, yeah. to, style to trying to reproduce it in person, which, you know, in you always real life, idea. which always you're going to have problems with. I don't like the way Bulma looks, but I can get over it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I am worried about is if it's good Ghost in the Shell, it won't make any sense the first time you see it. Which I fear will be lost um, Almost in point. translation. Well, uh, something. No, I feel. Well, I fear that it will be lost in adaptation, mm-hmm. and it will be too. <clears throat> It will not be philosophical enough. You mean like they're going to beat you over the head with it because they're worried about people not getting exactly. it? Exactly. Okay. I thought you were going in a different about, direction with that, but no, now I understand. I am that. worried about them being far too overt. Right. Which would lose the... Which would lose... 
I, I, like, like, I, ma- like Matrix sequel syndrome where it's like, hey, let's sit down and have an overt conversation about the themes of this movie, yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was bad enough like in the first... Like bullshit? Yeah, yeah, the whole thing with the architect. Yeah, yeah. It was bad enough in the first movie where he literally got called Jesus Christ. It, well... Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean that's just an off-handed thing, you know. Digital Jesus. Anyways, yeah. So, anyway, Ghost in the Shell. Respect no. your audience is what we're saying. Respect yeah, Ghost in the audience. Shell. Respect the source material. That too. Wait, but and all the different remakes and reboots of Ghost in the Shell are all mostly good. Yeah, I I will like the Tachikomas, but uh, the, as far as the dirt, that's just a set of characters I don't like. Well, the funny thing is, you know, people are gonna be like, "Oh, they're ripping off the Matrix," which came out four years after Ghost in the Shell standalone complex movie. <laughs> well, no, no, the Ghost the in the Shell came out. The original in, was like, "God later. damn, I don't even remember." 90s. But the the more modern one that people would yeah. know is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I've I've grown up, you know. When, you know, hearing about Ghost in the Fucking Shell, so... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, Ghost okay. in the Shell. Now I'm curious as to how old it is. To the internet! The internet knows all. Um... The, the, uh, for, the like. movie was in 1995. The yeah. manga was uh, originally released in 1989. Yeah. Um... That was the original movie, then. The characters that I don't like, um... About... Seven to eight foot tall spider like robots. Tanks. They're that tanks. Are tanks that and sound like little girls. Yeah, the, the voice. Well, that's weird. I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I let the, I, I didn't <clears throat> let the voices get to me, especially since the Tachikoma, the episodes with the Tachikomas stand stand around and talk about uh, the existential meaning of, of what is life. Well, I doubt are that, some of the best episodes. That's a funny moment. <laughs> I doubt that's one of the things they're going to stay uh, faithful to is, hey, we gotta, we're going to draw a line in the sand. We're going to, damn it, we're going to make those no, spider tank things sound like little girls. They're not going to do that. Well, they're probably not even going to do touch comics. They might do They might do walking thing tanks, but touch well, there's comics some kind were, of tank in the, yeah, were created for, um, for the thing. Anyhow, uh, so Ghost in the Shell, um, I am... It's a question mark, basically. I am so. I I will go and see it in theaters. Cautiously hopeful. I do not yeah. know whether I will. I um and I would like to do an episode on it. Um, I do not know what I will say in that episode. It's one yeah. of four movies just in March that I will probably be seeing opening weekend. You got to oh, slip into March. Gonna, you're gonna slip into March thirty first. Uh, <laughs> we have Logan on the third. Yeah, March is crazy. March Madness. And then the fourteenth. Oh no, the seventeenth is Beauty and the Beast. 24th is Power Rangers, and then the 31st is Ghost in the Shell. Uh, so, um, we need more patrons on Patreon. We need to be able to go see movies. <laughs> right. Although, I, we have a patron! Awesome! Uh, it might be my brother, but um, <laughs> it we have, it we is have the a name patron. totally not Neil's brother? No, or? no, it is my brother. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. We only have 99 slots left for our uh, for our Founder Circle uh, list of, uh, of of charter patrons on Patreon. Right. Your name will be enshrined forever in our website until the until the data gets corrupted. Quick, sign up. They're going quick. Right. Okay. So what's next? Uh, after that, we had um, Fast Eight. Yes. <sighs> the Fate of, of the Furious. In before. It's a long con scam the entire time by Vin Diesel's character to root out people because that's because totally that's what it soft. fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're trying to play it up like, oh, he's betrayed them no, all. Ghost. Of course he's betrayed them all for three quarters of the movie, at which point at the, at, in, at the turning of the final act, it turns out it's all been a ploy the entire time. I, think I have seen this movie before. I think it's brainwashing. 
Yeah, well, it, it's the, way acting. He, the way he didn't react. Yeah, then again, that could just be Vin Diesel acting, so. Yeah. No, it, it's it's or just, acting. it's acting. Um, <laughs> acting. <laughs> yeah, you but, know, I don't know. Well, I don't know, because this character is distinct from Triple X. Yeah, he is. And, you know, and, and, and Vin Diesel has decent, has decent range. I'm just saying I mean, Dom yeah. is acting. Yeah. I mean, it it's, would, it's, plain, it's painfully right. obvious. I will be surprised if that is not the case. Yeah, I, which may be you know, exactly what they're doing. Could be. But, yeah. Because no, they're like being as painfully obvious as they could be. Right. Yeah. Now, I, like the, I liked what I've seen of the villain actress. Yeah. She reminds uh, me of... It's Charlize Theron, isn't it? No. I don't know. I'm not looking any more actors up. Um. <laughs> it was Beat Takeshi. I'm, uh, I've done mine for the day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's one of those things of um, she 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 almost was a throwback to Angelina Jolie's character in Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, and that same. It is Charlie's Theron. Is it? No. All right, Charlie's Theron. See, I I my timing with that franchise was bad because did you get it in Tokyo Drift? That's well, the only one I actually didn't enjoy watching. Yeah, that was a boring, dumb movie. Yes, it was. It was See, a the other movie. ones are dumb movies, but they're fun, entertaining movies. Yeah, they're not meant to be blockbusters, but they're Number two was pretty bad. Too. Yeah. Fast one was pretty... Was, I liked. One was fast good. two was like, let's do fast one again. again without Vin Diesel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my... What I, what I'm, where I'm going with this is I watched the first one, which is a solid movie, and that was before they started... Being a parody of themselves in a good way, yeah. right. um, and that's my point is I I see the second one, the Saints, and it games. sucked, and then they came out with Tokyo Drift, and I'm like, what is this? This isn't even this is Halloween, this isn't even the same franchise. This is Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, brought that guy in again for one of the more the, I think it was seven. And so I gave up on the franchise, and then right when I gave up, it started getting good again, and they started going, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to throw it on the gauntlet and be like, we're going to be the silliest, ridiculous, most over the top fun. And I just stuff I ever. just made it made an observation that I think is very true. Fast and Furious is the Saints Row franchise of movies. Absolutely. Um, I, I, How yes. ridiculous can I still want to see what they do with, for, if they're ever going to do a Saints Row 5. They did a they did a mini game a mini episode where you go to hell and, and kill the devil. By the way, how um, awesome would that be if they did like a satirical Saints Row movie? <laughs> that could be, that could be a video game movie that could actually work. They have. It's called Fast and Furious. Well, <laughs> was it Saints Row Four that had the pre order bonus where you got the dildo sword? Yeah, as, as a, <laughs> you actually got the, the dildo. Item. Bat. Yeah. No, no, no. Not as an in game item. They actually sent you a giant dildo bat. Because <laughs> the in-game item's been there uh, okay. for a while. It's just yeah, an no, that's, Yeah, no, that's just a thing. Yeah. And I believe when the game starts, you're president. In Saints Row 4, this is not spoiler territory because it all happens the first like 40 Five, minutes yeah. of the game. Right. You are president of the United States, you get abducted by aliens, and by the end of the first act, which is the tutorial act, the Earth has been destroyed. Yep. <laughs> And you go from there. <laughs> By the way, soundtrack amazing. In that <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay. All right, so, so getting back uh, on track. So after Fast 8, we had, I think it was Powell Ranges? Uh, no, 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 no. It was a crappy little short, great, short thing for the Great Wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
It Which, was, by the way, yawn. It I'm was, so not interested in that. No, it, was, it was like a 20 second. It, was, it wasn't even a trailer or a teaser. It was like a, it was like a TV spot. It was like a TV spot. Yeah. Right. Hey, I do. You built a great wall. It's I do good. want to see that. I just won't go see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking at it going. I mean, the, okay, the spectacle could be kind of cool, but it just seems like it's going to be a kind of a flat, forgettable movie, Matt to be honest Damon. with you. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got prints over it. After yeah. that. Uh, there was Life, uh, the movie uh, right, where they're on a space station. Space. That well, looked it, intriguing. It looks it looks like they were trying to redo Alien. The Thing. Oh! Yeah, the thing. yeah I was thinking <laughs> Yeah, actually, well. you're right. Yeah, that could totally be uh, The Thing. No, Alien it's, Covenant looked like they were trying to redo Alien. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, that was the last one. God, God damn. damn, it was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. After that, we had uh, Kong Skull Island. And... Um, I, I just I can't ever be mad at a movie that casts John C. Riley. <laughs> yeah. Um, because at the very least, I know there will be a couple parts that are worth watching. In he it. strikes me as that guy that like you have a house party. He comes over. He is annoying as fuck, but is such a charismatic guy you can't stay mad at him. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's the the, uh, he's the we're, all, we're all gonna die here. Yeah, yes. yeah as I say, I'm gonna come. One of the one of the I've been calling them skull horrors. Yeah. Now that I say it out loud, I don't like it at all. Don't call yeah, them that. Yeah. I've never said it out loud before. Yeah, so I believe this movie is supposed to be tied with Godzilla. <laughs> right. It's going to lead to a Godzilla versus King. Yeah, King. I'm nice. excited about yeah, the, I, I could, the build I could up. That. Yeah, it's, it, the way John C. Riley plays that character, it's more like he's the guy who comes over, tells you, hey, surprise, we're having a party. The surprise is at your house. And you're, you're, yeah. by the time everything's done, you can't even be pissed at him. Because <laughs> it was an awesome party. It was an awesome party, exactly. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it looks like, yeah, Kong's, yeah, Kong's a pretty good king. <laughs> he keeps to himself. I think that'll be a, a, a fun movie. I, I The 2005 King Kong, like, it was, it had its merits. I liked that Kong. But it was, like, so long, and I th- failed to have pacing issues, where it's, mm-hmm. with this one, it seems a little tighter narratively yeah. you know but they're not doing the, the typical thing of let's bring Kong to New York yeah they yeah. just bypass all that and go okay we get it you know who King Kong is let's get in there and start blowing yeah. shit up and you know having monsters fight and all yeah. that yeah uh, so after Kong we have a biopic uh, about Tupac yeah. Um, which, it should be subtitled The Unca- Uncanny Valley <laughs> uh, it was called All Eyes on Me I spelled E-Y-E-S-Z no, Z. No, no, Z. Yeah, okay. E-Y-E-Z. All eyes, all eyes on me. Because that was um, the name of one of his albums. Okay, well, but you know, as much as I actually do like uh, pretty much everything I've heard of Tupac's music, mm-hmm. um, I think he was better than Biggie. I, I am going to get shot for saying that, but you know. Really, uh, that's the that's the simile you choose. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, well, no, that's the that that is the standard uh, thing. I wasn't even thinking about the whole gang the gang getting shot thing. Just. That that is that that is the that is the fight that everyone has. Yeah. Tupac or Biggie. Right. And uh, I I have to go with Tupac. Well, and uh, <laughs> the the thing is, we were you know we were there for an action film. Why was there a Tupac biopic trailer? It felt yeah. so out of place with all the other. You have a Collide and Fate of the Furious. Yeah, and, I would and, expect and, that when, if you go to see um, Hidden Figures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if you go to see or if you go to see. Um, Man, we're Something just getting all cerebral. kinds of incidentally uh, racist stuff. Uh, a Madea movie? Well, no, I mean, there's nothing racist about it. Well, well no. no. Well, well Hidden getting... Figures is... Hey, see, the thing is, is mm-hmm. I, Hidden it's Figures It's just marketing. Is, 
Well, Hidden Figures is a very cerebral movie on top of being, you know, on top of having a lot to do with black. History. I really wanted to see Hidden Figures. Um, it's out. I, I'd like to see that I, one still. I, I want to see it, but I'm not sure I want to go see it in first run, just because I'm poor, and we don't yeah. we don't have a second run theater in Springfield anymore. And Hidden Figures is one of those is one of those movies that I think will translate well on the small screen. Yeah, simply because the story yeah. is is so good. I'm sure it's going to be like a, a well. I'm sure it's going to be a solid movie. I just hope it's not too up its own butt about how like you know like important and great it is. Well, no, I think yeah. I think a lot of this was I think a lot of this focuses on the characters as opposed to their blackness. Yeah. Um, because I, I think that is what we're starting to see now is that, you know, black history is beginning to see, is beginning to become... Well, it should just be American history like anything else. Yeah. Like it's, 42, it's becoming American history. And that's, that, that should be the goal. And 42, I think, is a great example. By the way, Alan Tudyk, shout out. Great, crazy, racist role in that Oh, yeah. Movie. I didn't the see... The Jackie Robinson movie. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I didn't Jack see 42, yeah. actually. I forgot it's about that. It's great. Yeah. But see, you, know, you said horrible, and my brain thought the answer to life, the universe, and everything. But I just... Right. I, I yeah. use that as an example because I hope that Hidden Figures follows the formula of that movie in the sense that it just is, and the characters just are who they are, and what happens, happens without it being like... You know, right. like message, message, and being preachy yeah. and obtuse about it. Yep. Yeah, no, because what I'm seeing of the what I've seen of wow, we uh, talk a long time. Yeah, <laughs> of, yeah, just yeah, analyzing trailers. Yeah. Um, what I've seen of it is is more focused on the characters themselves, um, and it you know, and the ally and their allies. Yeah, like Luke Cage. Yeah, exactly. Luke Luke Cage, blackest series I've ever I've ever seen, but the most relatable series uh, I think of the In entire time, Marvel yeah. universe. Yeah. you know, which I. Yeah. Um, well, is it, I, I think it's like they did a good job of, you know, that was the setting, so they just played to the setting. Do you mean a yeah, blind superhero is not relatable? Huh? A blind superhero is not relatable? A blind, <laughs> blind superhero with super with super hearing so he can still see. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it wasn't out. so much that it was the characters. Like I said, I think the characters of, of Luke Cage yeah. were so human. Um, anyways. So, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, it I was, still say that the Tupac cerebral. trailer yeah. was very out of place for this movie. Right. As much as I don't, as much as I think I would like to see it, yeah. um, but also once again in small screen, I don't tend to like to see movies that are not like... The movie I'm there to see. The, yeah, well, no, no, I don't just like, I don't want to see a movie in theaters unless it's rather effects driven. Mm-hmm. Right. Because... Um, I my TV does just fine for Downton Abbey. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't need right. a giant. Seeing a biopic in the theater just seems kind of yeah unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, now granted, when I saw Forty Two, that was back when it was still the you know second run thing. So well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I will never play. I won't ever pay first run for a biopic. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it was kind of a little jarring because it was a also. But I'm sure biopic. it could be a quality movie, but the trailer just seemed really poorly put together to me. It was just kind of all over the place. There was that. I, I think they. I, I think, think they it was partially been. banking on you already liking Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a lot of that. I think it was banking on on. I think it was. I'll tell you. I'll say this: they got the look for Tupac down, pat. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is a Tupac movie." Yeah. What? Wait, what? This is a Tupac movie trailer for John in John Wick? <laughs> yeah, biopic, action figure, interaction. Yeah, because I'm here for a popcorn muncher, and here's this one that's like, you know, six levels above what we're looking at. Yeah. I'm going, 
Uh, so, think, but yeah, please. that's enough of the, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I, I like Tupac. Um, Want to see the movie? Probably on TV. But uh, right. next, Power Rangers. Um, it's the same trailer we've all. It's the tra- same trailer we've all seen. I'm sure. I, I had not seen it before. You hadn't. Yeah, it's, it's the, the most detailed one. Trailers, trailers out there. Really. It's the most detailed of the trailers. Not many. Out there. Yeah. It's right the one now. that answered most people's questions that they wanted without spoiling the rest of the movie. Yeah, right. which is what Alpha is, 5 looks weird. What are the suits going to look like with them actually moving instead right. of just a right. screenshot? And what are the Zords look like? What are the Zords going to look yeah. like? What's Megazord going to look like? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Zordon. Goldar. I like what they did with Zordon. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. Brian Cranston voicing him, I think it's great. It works, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and then, I, and well, I want to see And I want to see it. Uh, one thing that I, I liked about the new uniforms, the face masks come up. Yeah, I don't like that, actually. Well, I like the idea that of being able to take the helmet off in its entirety, but I feel like the reason the face masks come up is because people are afraid that uh, it's like it's, it's Iron Man syndrome. Right. Uh, people are Tobey Maguire Spider Man pulling right. his mask off every chance he gets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't um, think there's. No, I mean, the design choice isn't inherently bad. It's it's a question of how do they handle that? And I we don't have a Spider Man yeah. too, where it's like, whoops, uh, my mask came off. Another five second, every five seconds. Like, I fear that this that it will be similar though. Um, but I feel feel like that's enough about Power Rangers. We're all of a accord that that we kind of want to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah so seeing, seeing the Megazord stand up. Yeah. <laughs> just all right. So <laughs> they saved the best for last, in my opinion. Oh god. Agreed. Yeah. It was the Red Band trailer. Yeah, um, it was. So I was mad there were not more Red Band trailers. Um, but still, Hollywood doesn't make enough R-rated movies. He was he was yeah. seeing red. Oh wait. <laughs> I know they're not done filming it, but I was kind of hoping for at least a little teaser for Deadpool two, or for Highlander. Which was also which is also been filming Highlander. Yet. Uh, okay, fine. Did we, and we also being directed see, by the people that ju- did John Wick. We didn't see it. We didn't. And see also a, the people who directed John Wick are directing Deadpool two. What? You just blew my mind. Yeah, so there, are, so there were there were there were two direct, there were two directors for John Wick and John Wick two, um, and one of them is doing Deadpool two, and one of them is doing the the Highlander reboot. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is promising. <laughs> and they both have promised similar type of action. Yeah, they're right. both like, we're gonna do it, okay? Right. But okay, right. Red Band trailer, yeah. Alien uh, Covenant. Covenant. Um, I was slightly mad that they didn't uh, that they didn't try and redeem the name Alien Colonial Marine, but um, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I think we know why they not. Do I believe it's called Covenant. <laughs> called I think Covenant's the name of the ship or. Mm-hmm. Something to do with it. Yeah. One of them had a, it's a, a rid- patch that said Covenant. Yeah, right. But rid- God rid- bless. That looks it is a, so good. Ridley Scott said it is a bridge between Prometheus and the first alien. Yeah. It's supposed to help connect the two. Because, wow. Uh, I, it's one of those movies that I would not be able to watch all the way through. Um. It because Alien I couldn't watch all the way through. Of course, it came out when I was seven, so yeah. <laughs> you know it came. That's out. like me the first time I tried to watch uh, another brick in the wall. <laughs> you've got to be yeah. stoned. the wall. I should Just say. The, yeah, you've got to be stoned, yeah. drunk, or tripping to watch the wall all the way through. I was twelve. Um, yeah, which you know I can't listen to Pink Floyd at night anymore. It gives me terrors. Yeah, um, which is a but, shame. I love Pink Floyd, <laughs> uh, but yeah. And this is one of those ones that made me go, because watching the first Alien very young, mm-hmm. I had a hard time making it through Aliens, <laughs> which is now my favorite the first time, which is now one of my favorite action films. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
but yeah, it was just and ice cream. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, long kiss goodnight. <laughs> That's a line. There, there's a line like that from it. I'm gonna watch you die screaming. Uh, I thought um, that was an aliens. Uh, no, I don't remember. Perhaps I'm crazy. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that one was man. That was very. It was very a intense. very intense and very good trailer. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot of it's a, it. It takes advantage of a lot of things that people don't like to think about themselves because the first thing we see. Is that is that barrier with someone else on the other side and something bad happening? <laughs> yeah. So I I almost wish they had. I'm as a fan of Alien. I'm glad they did do it, but at the same time, I kind of wish they didn't show the xenomorph. Prometheus didn't have a legitimate xenomorph. They only like, barely showed the xenomorph. Yeah, but that shows that there's going to be at least one in the movie. I would have almost rather that been a surprise. It's called Alien. I I know, but Prometheus, everyone thought was going to be an Alien prequel, and then there were no Xenomorphs in it. Yeah, which is, I think, why they had to put one in the trailer. Otherwise, people yeah, that's would why skip I, it. Yeah, that's why it's, I understand yeah, why it's kind of a wink there. and nudge to yeah. the audience. I think. Now, do we want to spoil the trailer? Uh, it's on the It's internet. been out long enough. So... For me, the out for a part of that just made me go, <laughs> uh, you know, face hugger. No, the that, alien breaking out of the guy's back. No, during the shower, shower scene. scene. The shower. Okay. You hear this, you know, and then you see the tail coming up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see the tail coming between the two lovers' legs. Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Yeah, that's creepy yeah. as fuck. I'm sitting here going, so many levels, really. Yeah, so <laughs> many levels. You know, if you ever read or heard of why, what's the name of the guy who designed the aliens? H.R. Giger. H.R. Giger. Have you ever Giger heard of Giger? Giger? I'm not sure how to pronounce His it. reasoning for designing the aliens and the facehuggers the way he did? Because they're fucking terrifying! <laughs> <laughs> but there's a specific reason that they were designed the way they were. You mean not just Not just because visually they were terrifying, but because of the way they would act in the movie during when the first alien came out. Um... The possibility of rape was a huge fright at the time for everybody, and so he made their heads follically shaped, and then the extra. Oh, there's all kinds of like yeah, yeah. there is so stuff yeah, they are very there. phallic. That was monsters. the entire purpose of those designs, was because at that time that was a huge scare for people. Everybody's scared again. So in their subconscious, they would make them even more scared to see that. Yeah, <laughs> although it was weird seeing a chestburster coming out someone's back. And even though they didn't actually show it uh, burst out, but the guy's back was splitting. Right. I was just saying that I didn't know if if that was because it, it was either on, it was either a chest burster or just you know someone getting killed by a xenomorph. Well, actually, later on ambiguous. we see something that might explain that when they're walking along, they see those little bulbs with a little you know little floating squid. towards the ears. Yes. Except the ear that it flew toward was not a human. Wasn't no, that was um, Michael Fassbender's character. He's an android. Hmm. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, I I thought that was just a red herring. Uh, anyhow, we've yeah. talked about trailers for thirty minutes. Let's talk about John Wick two without spoiling anything for like yeah twenty. Um, okay, I might be able to do five. <laughs> no, we we might not have too much to say non spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, okay, go watch it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spoilers. Oh, no spoilers <laughs> over. Uh, Can we agree that it was. 
not saying that the first was bad, but that this was actually better than the first. No, I disagree. Uh, I think they're very close. I'm sorry. I, I am not saying that the second one was bad, right. but the first one was way better. I think for where we are in the movies, uh, in, in the two, the, the okay, to, to start off with, John Wick 2 opens not long after the end of John Wick 4 one. days. In the not-too-distant future. Yeah, yeah. It's four days. Is it four days? Um, and the, the character that we see, uh, if anybody's seen, uh, has seen Armageddon, <laughs> the cosmonaut. <laughs> opens, Peter Stormare. Yeah, P- Peter Stormare opens as the perfect frightened Russian. Yeah, no, I love the opening. Yeah, um, um, but that's spoiler territory. Well, no, I, I think I think it, I, I think feel it, like I, I think it. You know, it opens four days after. Yeah, <laughs> it opens four days after, and it, it kind of re- if you. It gets you up to speed very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I will say this: if you have not seen John Wick one, uh, go see John Wick two anyway while it's yeah. in theaters because you can see it in theaters. Right. Um, you won't be you you'll be missing out on the action scenes from the first movie, but they build they build and establish the world in five minutes flat. Yeah, it's yeah. really you impressive. You could easily, easily watch two and then go back and watch one, and it'd be. A better experience than what the same thing with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, I I will say this. My my gut reaction because you know there there's often like the feeling you have immediately after, and then you sit and you think about it and you change your mind a bit. Right. Like when I like Star Wars is a perfect example actually to piggyback off of that. I was like, OMG, new Star Wars, the prequels, and then like you know after I got out. I got out of uh, I think it was episode two. I actually had time to like think for a minute. I'm like that's actually kind of a crappy movie when I really think about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of flash. That's how and the stuff. general community was with the prequels is when they first yeah. saw episode one, everyone was like it was great, and then it right. took a few months before people started going. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Yeah, this movie wasn't good at all. Well, it took <laughs> they started picking it apart. Saying right? you know, well, there was this problem. Well, it and became suddenly, it, it, and to be fair, it, it became a bit of a perpetual groupthink thing where everyone just constantly months into years, oh, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. So everyone just kind of was yeah. more hard than they even should have been. Which I can't believe I'm saying that, but it you know, well, it's, no, it's kind I, of a I'm, thing. I agree. Well, no. I when I if initially, I mean, I was one of the people who uh, at the time I worked uh, with my best friend. We took the day off to go yeah. see it. Uh, we actually left work early to go pick up t- tickets and waited in line, you know, um, and we enjoyed it for the Star Wars experience. Yeah, I could totally see, see enjoying it for the Star Wars experience. I, I don't want to derail too much into Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah, but there was certain, but with John Wick 2 um, going back... The theater was, by, by the way, sold out at the 10.20 a.m. show on, on a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. When when most good in people Springfield, Missouri, yeah, when yeah, when the well, heart of the heart all, yeah, when all of us thought it, we thought it would have been a church, right? <laughs> right. So anyway, um, what I, where I was going with that, uh, <laughs> where, where I was going with that is my initial response after leaving the theater was like, oh my gosh, that was so epic. That was better, better than the first one. There's bigger and better, and and I thought about it more, and I'm like, well, I if I had to pick. One or the other, I'd, I'd have to go with the first John Wick because I feel like it's tighter and it's like you can only you can only experience like 
the newness of the concept and, and the style of the filmmaking and action scenes and everything yeah. at once. There's only one first time. And then after you've experienced that... Um, but John Wick 2 is not a bad first time. I mean, it's... Yeah. There, there are my firsts pro- in my, the movie, My but. problem with the movie, why I say it is not as good as John Wick 1, we will have to hold off on until spoilers. I will, however, say this much. It is worth seeing... Go and not even is it is it is worth seeing uh, more. Go see it, please. I want them to make a third one. Yeah, they have to make it, a third. That's a done deal that's, already. That's already done. Yeah, yeah. it's doing fine. They had it had a killer weekend. It was like yeah. third or fourth in the box office. They released the first with the intention of doing three. Yeah, and it's already confirmed they're actually doing mm-hmm. the third one. I think now. my my main thing about it is that just because of the premise of the whole like, I want the third one to have a budget then. Is the whole like oh you know, <laughs> hitman coming out of retirement thing? It's like, it kind of loses the punch when it's like oh I'm retired I'm not retired I'm retired I'm not retired like just the nature of sequels can sometimes kind of you know right. well he's trying it's, to retire yeah and, you're sad at retiring John I'm trying you were doing not right yeah I'm working on it is what working it, yeah. on it yeah <laughs> and, and the thing is I think that this is you know and he he tries he tries to stay retired. You know, and the world won't let him. Much well, actually, no, just one asshole, but... Uh, <laughs> Still, you know. Well, there is a certain... Well, I, we, I don't want to get into spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, but, you know, the, the idea that... And, and you know, when you think they about... They don't the kill his dog this time. Yeah. That's not a spoiler, that's just a... Yeah, so that's yeah, a yeah like all the reviews say, don't worry, the dog makes it this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'd have a hard time not spoiling that. Yeah. So, would believe they count? killed his dog again. <laughs> right. Would a body count be considered spoiler territory? Because I actually found out... Did you find one? Yeah. It's like 148 this time. It's like twice the body count from the last yeah, time. The, the first one was like 84. 74. 77. Somewhere around most there. math I see. It is rough, yeah. Basically, Depending on so how many people you think are in the SUVs at the end. And, right. and whether people towards the beginning actually die or not. Right, because, yeah, they're... they're yeah, so it is kind of, kind of spoiling, but kind of not. The first gunshot doesn't come until about eight minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, Which I think was a smart choice because it did something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was relevant to the first movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. But um, the other thing... Yeah, I think the thing about John Wick 2 is... Now there has got to be a John Wick three for me to know how much I enjoy John Wick two. Yeah, uh, the New Yorker's review was, I think, very apt. John Wick two is a two-hour-long, multi-million-dollar trailer for John Wick three. <laughs> now, which is not saying that he's bad. It's a very enjoyable trailer, though. It's a very good trailer. But we do get we do get glimpses into. The world, that he's yeah, in. deeper, yeah, deeper glimpses into how that world works. To uh, to piggyback back onto Star Wars, it's a lot like the ending of Empire. I was just gonna say that too. Uh, yeah, John Wick Two felt like Empire. Yeah, in a lot of respects, it might be once we see three that it will be a lot like, even more like Empire, and be regarded as the best one. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, all I can say is, um, it was good. Um, the action scenes were tight. Keanu Reeves is fifty years old and could 52. kick two and can kick all of our asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now this without getting into spoiled territory, I can, I can, I can go into this. This movie was very accurate to what he did. Um, his to the weapons, to the 
style. Uh, to you know, to his fighting style, his fighting style, his gun style. It's consistent with what you saw in the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's consistent to real life. Yeah. Um, like when he takes the guns and he takes them, he holds them upright and then he pops them to the side. Um, there's actually that is actually a an operator level um, move. It's called the CAR stance or CAR style, where basically when your gun is cocked to one side. That's more natural for your hand, not the sideways gangsta, but the four, about forty-five degree angle, um, and then popping it up close to the chest is 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 better for the CQB, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, close quarter battle, um, and it also is good for gun retention, which is why no one took his fucking gun. Right, and he took a lot of other people's guns. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody else is out like that's that. not a spoiler either. He yeah. takes a lot of guns. Yeah, yeah it's just, a lot of guns. Which is why case study. I think, study I think this happened in both movies where you'd have people with their guns out like this, and so if they come around a corner, he'd see their gun right. before seeing them, so he'd just shoot through the wall right. or shoot right. him in the foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shoot him in the foot. Whereas his his stance was always up close. Right. Um, what a lot of operators uh, call look is is when. Uh, I mean, at a range, yeah, they'll they'll go to a weaver stance. But when they're in a, in a position, situation where they call looking for work, uh, which is looking for work for the gun, they'll pop the gun back up in a real real tight to the body. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it just there is a lot about it that is very very accurate. And you know, we've seen one of the things that's impressed the fuck out of me with this movie. Is that Keanu Reeves actually does the training for this? Yes, he does. <laughs> Every choreographer he has worked with for major action movies has said that he is unlike anybody they've ever worked with. Yeah. He, if he doesn't get it the first time, he'll say, "Let's do it again. Let's do it again." And once he gets it, I don't. It's not perfect. Let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Until he can do it better than they can, practically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you can see you know, that in the way. No, thank you. I've uh, never turned down a pickle. Um, you can see that in the way that he he does everything, and it's like what we um, what we did earlier tonight. I own uh, one of the versions of the guns that he carries, uh, one of the subcompact weapons, and we had, you know we've noted that every time he picks up a gun, he clears it, he checks the safety. Uh, you know, he checks. He also che- checks to make sure there's the rounds chamber. in it. Yeah, checks the chamber. Checks, you know, pops it, pops the magazine. Looks there. Checks, make sure he's got a round in it. Um, you know, he it's once one of the detractors for it uh, called it gun porn, but if you actually look at it, when he is not getting ready to shoot somebody, he is the model of gun safety. Well, not only that, but I, I feel that's very disingenuous to call it gun porn because. Mm-hmm. I, there was a scene that was absolute gun porn. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but again, that was more about the world and the characters anyway. It wasn't uh-huh. about the guns yeah. per se. No, well, yeah. It was about how they interacted with one another mm-hmm. and you know yeah. their whole etiquette and procedure yeah, and traditions. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get more into that in spoilers. Right. Yeah. But it, I, I think it's very disingenuous to just be like, oh, it's gun porn. Well, that, because I think that's, yeah, that's it, somebody who doesn't understand. It doesn't... It, it, what it does is it... it it basically gives you like this eagle eye view of 
someone who is just like a machine and is a professional and and how the actual like the art of death as it were mm-hmm. it would be the same if it was his bare hands or knives which sometimes it is right. but uh, I don't think I don't feel that it like lingers and glamorizes the guns or anything exactly. it's just a tool a very deadly tool <laughs> yeah. well and I think I think what they were what they were going for with that is the idea of this is real this is this is what a person can really And again, do. to go back to the scene that we're referencing that we'll get into later, yeah. it's all about, hey, what's practical? What'll get the job done? What's yeah. the right size? What's the, It's not about, oh, how big of a caliber can I get? How many rounds can I fire in so many seconds? Oh, it's like, yeah. it's not, it's I not reckon a, for, for your application, sir, I recommend this. this. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, they're not swinging dicks around. They're like, oh, what is going to get the job done? What right. is discreet? You know? Exactly, exactly. And it it's, I think that is exactly what he said. It was very utilitarian. I need something robust. <laughs> Robust, yeah, I'm gonna love dissecting let's, that. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, just let's say that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, let's stop. Let's stop uh, hinting and, and, <laughs> and smiling coyly at the camera. But we yeah, have things to say that aren't that are spoiler territory. Yeah. yeah, well, we could just skip the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're the only other thing that we can only other thing that we can spoil that does. It's a great movie. Go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dog survives, the and he gets his car back. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, <laughs> that so, happens for a fight, you know. But anyway. all right, so um, we'll break for spoil. We'll break for music. Then spoilers. Gonna be back, and we're back with spoilers. Um, oh right, no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, we I, we cut a an opening people take. I'm trying to work out why it said uh, zoom three there for a second on my file size. Finally, I was like, we haven't been talking for two hours. What? No. Um, but no. Um, so he gets his car back for two minutes and it's destroyed. <laughs> yeah. We're in spoiler territory. Yes. Deal with it. Something a lot of people didn't even really comment on in the first one is the fact that he never did get his car back. Yeah. Right. He well, they, they got gave revenge him. for his dog and that was it. Right. Yeah. They gave him a new one, which he destroys <clears throat> in the you know in in the process. By the way, I, I feel that that destroyed car is like a metaphor for John Wick's life. Yeah, yeah I because think, I it's think like the car oh, and the man were very it's were, a, <laughs> well, <laughs> so many yeah. so many levels because it's like he goes in there he you know it's like oh you completed your objective but it's a fear victory your car is totaled and right. you know you uh, are love. you are just a, one giant bruise yeah and it's like yeah you know I mean it's like oh hey I came out on top but to yeah. what end you know right so that entire opening scene though that's it. before they even did the opening title was oh god entire that was such a great intro yeah and uh, the thing is, is it's yeah. it's building on the training we saw him doing in the first movie where he was driving around right we didn't get to see a lot of that in the first movie other than practicing <laughs> yeah but, and at the very end when he ramps and cars into a dry dock but, yeah. yeah yeah but yeah I think that was where we saw yeah him Using a car as a fucking weapon. I don't think I've seen an opening action scene that badass since X2 when Nightcrawler took out the entire house. Oh, yeah. House. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was an opening scene. And, yeah. This is right up there with it. Yeah. So good. I mean, and the thing is, is, it was, on the one hand, it was an opening action scene, but the psychology of it. This is where... This is where Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare. They build the legend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they... they, they <laughs> it re- it, it, it Reestablishes if anyone's seen John Wick one, it reestablishes. It's pretty much the entire story that uh, that took place. No, no, no. What's his name? Uh, bad guy. First one. Oh, Yuri. Uh, I think Yuri. I think that's right. Yeah. Well, sure. His name is Yuri now. Um, <laughs> tells to Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just that story again, but yeah. it's intercut this time with John Wick fucking killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, at least a recap. injuring them severely. Yeah, yeah it's that's it, where the body count gets a little. It gets a little because you don't know if the, all the people he hit died. Yeah. Because some of them he didn't hit as hard as he got hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think Which, that was he took some big hits and he survived. Him getting hit by that car oh, was man. one of the most brutal things I've seen in a movie. They didn't cut away. Yeah. They didn't do anything to make it look fake. It right. looked like they literally just said, hey, Cannon, we're going to hit you with a car. And the fact that <laughs> okay. he, and, and it's, it's like meta-knowledge <laughs> okay. that you know how committed he is to the stunt work makes yeah. it that much more cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah, and if well, you watch interviews with him, he's nothing like any of the characters he plays. No, no, he's a very soft-spoken. He's, yeah, he sounds so different. Kind of happy guy. Uh, there was an inter- There was a really in- interesting interview where, uh, where he was talking about John Wick. One was like, and, and I just want to kill this one fucking kid, but they keep getting in my way. <laughs> yeah, it's all over a dog. <laughs> this is a stupid movie. Okay. <laughs> he, he admitted that that the. the yeah. premise of John Wick 1 is so flimsy. <laughs> and John Wick 2's premise is not all that much less flimsy. I, I um, kind of, if, if you want to have a body count that high, you have to have a flimsy premise. That just comes with the territory. You're a funny guy, Sully. That's why I'm going to kill you last. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, here, so now that we're in spoiler territory, I will say, here is why I did not like John Wick 2 as much as John Wick 1. It's a trailer for John Wick 3. <laughs> um, it required it, John Wick three in order to be yeah. John Wick one was a self-contained, complete story. Right. Yeah. There was no necessity for there to be John Wick two. Right. Right. I was super happy there was one. I was like, man, I hope they make a sequel to this. But now that we have two, we kind of now that they made John Wick two. It's like we got. I have. I'm not. Man, I hope they make a sequel for this. Man, they better fucking make a sequel to this. Otherwise, what a bunch of cock teases. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because it ends with just a giant sequel bait. And I think that's ultimately why I couldn't say that it's better than the first one because it is not a complete story exactly. and it does not have a real resolution which by the way is the height of irony when ultimate spoiler alert the very end he just waltzes in shoots that guy in the head and is like oh I'm finishing it. No you're not. You're just starting no, a whole you're new You're starting an entire new mess. And you know that. Deep and down in you your heart you know that. And, and yeah, now you can't he, hang he out in the continental. I think John just expected to die which is why yeah. he said I'm finishing it because he expected Yeah no he actually expected Winston to just right. kill him. he expected yeah. Winston to kill him at the end and right. instead Winston gave him a fighting chance gave well not only gave him a fighting chance be so. gave him a god gave him his goddamn marker yeah that's something um, we yeah, so yeah is, world building world yes. explanation yeah the markers there's a marker Great. I love the marker I love it yeah um, so essentially you can give if you're in this uh, super secret criminal assassin world that apparently is 50% of the population of New York yeah um, <laughs> I know right yeah, that that the the it, it stretched a little bit for me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, that explains why the New Yorkers are so rude all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're gonna fucking kill yeah. you. I'm gonna fucking kill you, man. Shit, he might. Uh, <laughs> but um, no anyhow, I'm definitely um, tipping the next position, yeah. the next busker I see. Yeah. You uh, <laughs> you get a if you have a marker, it's it's a little it's a gold. Coin with like a plate inside that it's you almost called massive locket. Yeah, that yeah, you put a, a bl- your bloody thumbprint in, yeah. and someone can call in the your that marker to have you do 
anything. A thing. A, a thing. And the thing is, is you cannot kill the person who holds your marker. Otherwise, the, otherwise you die. everybody you comes die. after you and kills you. You right. cannot refuse the marker. Or otherwise, you die. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, can't run when you're called on, or you die. Or you yeah. die. Yeah. Which is why when John's marker gets called in, he was like, "Don't, don't do don't, this, man. Don't, do this. <laughs> yeah. don't make me do this. You're not gonna like how it ends." Yeah, and he was right. He yep. was absolutely right. He didn't like how it ended because he died. The guy who called in the marker died. Warned. Well, that was because he fucked John over. And John knew he was Winston right. warned him, too. Winston yeah. warned him. Yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody who knew, John, don't do this. Yeah. Winston's like, you know this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and the guy knew who knew John Wick, but he was like, no, I, I am so hungry for power, I must kill my sister. Right. And then in the year he was about the whole thing, too. Like, he was... Like, he was betraying, like, his nanny or something. Right. Like, uh, no fucks given. And you know what? It's John fucking Wick. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure that if he hadn't just set up to immediately betray and kill John Wick, John Wick, he would have fucking just gotten away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that was... John wouldn't have done anything. He would have just gone back to sleeping at at his house. Yeah, he just wanted to rebuild his house. Well, he would have had to rebuild the house, but he would have gone back to it. Well, you know that fucker's insured. They're actually... I could easily see a legitimate reason of why he had to go after John. It was still stupid that he did. Well, just the loose end factor. Yeah. He's part of a huge Italian crime family. If someone offs his sister... He, yeah. he's he honor-bound to, bound to kill them. Yeah. Right. Or, right. or he's going to appear weak. His, or, or, what or, he says is, what kind of man would I be if I didn't avenge my sister's murder? Right. Yeah. Right. Which also... But that's should, a flimsy it, goddamn it. In a, in a live, no, it in a live it, one. It, it actually does, does stand up to a certain test. <clears throat> in that, it also makes it look, does not make it look like he is the one who hired John. It's plausible deniability. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Of course, even with two brain cells rubbed together, he's going to figure that shit out, but they still can't prove it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's the only one who has anything to gain from it. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that everything with markers is probably confidential, too. Yeah, we like, you can't go to the Continental and say, ask Winston, who turned this one in? Right, right exactly. <laughs> no, well, well, everything, everything is anonymous at, the co- at Continental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and we get to see that there are more Continentals. Yeah, yes, yeah. Continental Road. Oh, and I love that line. You're working, Mr. Wick. Yes. Are you here for the Pope? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Okay, then. What about our okay, best yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what I love about that is um, he doesn't really betray whether he's being serious or not. Yeah. He just kind of moves on, and it's up to the audience's interpretation. As so he, I'm pretty sure he was dead serious. Like, <laughs> there was a change in his face. Like, Are you here for the Pope? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> John, John just barely showed a little surprise at even the question. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... It's almost like Dwalin when Bilbo Bil- 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 said, do, I, do we know each other? No. No? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was... It was... Uh, yeah, I, I love that particular line, but... Um, but now to the gun port. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like to arrange a tasting. Yeah, it's the, it's the sommelier in. Yeah, the sommelier in. Oh, man. I've never known him not to be. <laughs> yes. Uh. And, then, and I love how they never give a direct answer. Yeah. Is right. the manager in? They never the say yes or no. The manager's always in. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, it's, yeah, they never give a yes or no. It's, you know, I've never known him. And you get the feeling that they ask the question not expecting a straight answer, but they ask it anyway because no, that's how things are done. It's really yeah. more sort of you ask, is the sommelier in? To 
because that's your way of saying I want to see them. Yeah, and you say right. That's what I mean. Because because when he says it's sommelier, and he actually says to the sommelier, I would like to arrange a tasting. Yeah. Yeah. The sommelier, by the way, is the arms dealer. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) And the reason Um, that someone called it gun porn is because there is about a. Five, six minute scene, maybe ten. I don't know, it's kind of hard to keep track of because it's intercut it's with, with, yeah. with him yeah. also. All his other prep work. Yeah. It's intercut yeah. cut with him getting a nice suit, a nice bulletproof suit. Tactical. Um, yeah. the and, tactical. And, and maps of yeah. the place. It's the gear up sequence. Right. Yeah, it is without being a montage. Yeah, it's a montage without being a musical montage. Well, because yeah. it, it it's kind so of, much better than the Batman gear up. It's still definitely a montage, though. Oh, by yeah. the way, montage. Uh, did, there, there are like six types of montage. Shout out to Kyle Calgren who did a big long <laughs> video about it. Uh, who I am now horribly paraphrasing. Only one of them is set to music. Right. Pretty much anything where you cut from one thing to another is a montage. If they if the connections are based off of a similar thing. That was absolutely gear up montage. It just it just wasn't a musical montage, which everyone right. thinks of but thanks was, to Rocky. It was right. done well. It was fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the sommelier gives John a bunch of guns, and he without John ever actually asking for a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what do you want? I want something. Full body, <laughs> robust, yeah. robust. Well, no, he, yeah. So well, the first thing he said was something um, like discreet or something like that. Um, yeah, just because he described it. Yeah, yeah so I need a so so first perhaps an apéritif. Yeah, apéritif. <laughs> yes. Something discreet and not uh, yeah, not and, overbearing. Yeah, yeah no, and that's where they set him up with. Uh, it's like. I understand, you know, and, and I love that how he talks about them yeah. as if they were wine. As if they were, yeah. So I understand you prefer the French, uh, yeah, the, the German, the, 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 the your preferences for the Germans. But, I think it's Austrian uh, model. No, he went to the Austrian. Yeah, went to, I, know he did. I might recommend, oh, yeah. but 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 if I may be so bold, right, he recommended. I would recommend the Austrian. Yeah, uh, he got right. Yeah, that's what he got into the clocks. And, 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 you know, God, that scene was great. And as a zombie author, the gun, you know, the the, the gun culture, uh, you know, where I, in, in the gun culture, I'm going, okay, so we go with a 9mm, the Glock 17 and the Glock 26. Mm-hmm. Good hard hitting round. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then, you know, and, uh, and here's this semi automatic shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he goes with the M4. Uh, no, it was an AR-15. The AR-15, yeah. The, the AR-15, because it was something... Uh, that was it Dessert was the M4 no, uh, no, that was the Dessert was the color. Dessert, yeah. dessert was the knife. That was actually my favorite part. I was like, uh, what well, then where did the shotgun come in? <sighs> dessert. It <laughs> 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 was up this beautiful knife <laughs> The finest cutler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and what he meant by that is it had already been sharpened. He yeah. Have a, right. It, uh, but yeah, he goes with the, he goes with the AR-15, mm-hmm. um, which um, some of this is already up on the internet, far, internet yeah. firearm database. Um, had it, you know, it was the uh, assault rifle, which I'm thinking, that's not for a long. He's going to get up close and personal. Well, no, he everything he did was up close and personal. Mm-hmm. John Wick fights up close and personal. Yeah, right. I was saying this was not a sniper rifle. No, the AR-15, which could, you know, which with with the right. Uh, optics and, and rounds. Well, it makes perfect no, sense. No, it had one of those. Uh, I can't remember what you call them. The the optics where you've got 
we've got one that's usually a higher mag- magnification turned to the right, and you turn slightly, and you get another. You got the we well, got the two red dot sights on it. Yeah, uh, one that's the reflex. like a yeah a reflex side. Yeah, reflex, one is yeah. like a four mag four mag, um, and the other is just just is just, just a red dot. Yeah. Well, it was a very the AR fifteen is a very logical choice because first of all, it is the ultimate weapons platform that can yeah. take any sort of it modification. Is, it is yeah. the weapons platform. Secondly, yeah. the whole idea of the gun in the first place was that it was a smaller pared-down version of the M16. Yeah. So the fact that he fights up close and personal yeah. makes perfect sense to get... If, if you're going to go with a rifle, that is the rifle to use. Right. I and really liked his shotgun more. Than yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Yeah, which is... The way he fired that thing, too, it was always too... It was, he was double-tapping with a shotgun. I mean... Um, sometimes he had to double tap with it, yeah. Yeah, I know, but still. It's you, like, gotta, you gotta remember, these guys coming after him are all swatted out. Right. So, that was necessary. And I'm, 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 that so was crazy. He, he well, was super swatted out. Oh, no doubt. That was why all of the kills were headshots. Right. Yeah. Well, because it was the only unarmored, and also why he frequently would charge by grabbing his lapel and pulling it up over yeah, his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he just had to consistently protect his head. I'm Batman. Yeah. But that was cr- the craziest part of the shotgun thing for me was when he held that dude down, calmly loaded that one last shell yeah, into it. Yeah, he was like hits it on his chest, puts yeah, it down. Yeah, pr- he just like pins him down with the shotgun as he loads the shell, the cartridge in there, and right. then fires. So just yeah, like, it, that was a callback to, uh, to in, uh, in Red Circle and One where he... Uh, where he points his gun at the person, shoots, it goes click. He looks at his gun, ejects the mag, reloads, r- recocks the gun while the red shirt is just standing there. Because yeah. he's too. Because he's like, and, and, shoots, and then he shoots him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you can tell John's tired because it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so yeah, it goes, goes with Benelli. Which a uh, great thing about the Benelli uh, is you can load it as you're going. You don't have to do the full reload, mm-hmm. right. which is something I would have expected to see John Wick do, but he didn't. Because uh, there were times when he was he would shoot, he would go to the next one, and he would empty the tube, as opposed to you know here you know I'm not shooting at somebody. Let's right. put rounds back in there. Um, he obviously hasn't played enough uh, first-person shooters on yeah. right? uh, because <laughs> if you play a first-person shooter, if you play a first-person shooter, you all you reload after every kill. By the way, um, one shot out of thirty-two. Well, the whole first-person <laughs> shooter thing in the first game in the first game. <laughs> Freddy even slip there. In the first movie, uh, there's that scene where they're playing video games in that safe house, and there's a little Easter egg where if you if you pause it or you take pay very close attention, you can see the guy's screen name is Point Break. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's what now? Point, point break. break. Uh, the guy he was aiming at, like on the other team, the name uh, flashed up Point Break. Point Break, right. right which, <laughs> yeah. which is a bad Keanu Reeves movie. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. In, in Sorry, this is bothering me. The, the, thing, the, the thing I liked about this was that the all this prep, we get to see him do and almost not need. Um, and then he needs it all. And he needs, then he needs it all. Because, you know, we realize, yeah, he knew. Yeah, he does all this prep because he was expecting to be betrayed. Yeah. And that's what's so funny about it is that you, you go through, like you said, you go through all that prep, and, you, and then he just easily takes the target, and you're like, oh, that seemed a little superfluous. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I love <laughs> the scene with him and Cashin where he yeah. says, Cashin, uh, yeah, John, Cashin, you working? You working tonight? Yeah. You? Unfortunately. Uh, you? You? Yeah. Good night. Good night. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And Tom was like, 
shit and runs off. Yeah. Which brings us brings us you know to, to the kill. When you're that scary, that he shows up to do the kill, and rather than fight, she kills herself. She slits her wrists. I, yeah. But I completely disagree with your read on that scene. I don't think she, I don't think I have to she's not scared. scared at all. She no. has accepted her fate. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's the point. yeah, that's the thing. She was like, oh, John's here. Okay, well, I guess inevitable would be a better word. Yeah, gonna die, might as well we'll do it out. But yeah, at that point, it had more to do with her and her brother than John Wick. He just happened to be the tool that was being used. Right. But my point being is, is that she knew there was no No getting out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So rather than, rather than, but also you could tell they were friends. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to kill her. Yeah. Well, at the very least, they knew each other and respected. Yeah, it's like. Well, no, they say that. She even said there yeah. was a time where I would have considered us friends. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, not the case right. anymore? He said, I'm lying up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Why are, then why are you here? And I, I think that your was brother, part of the reason. Brother. Yeah, yeah the marker. Yeah, my marker. <laughs> yeah, I think it was part of the reason why she did what she did. To was, save him from having to do it, too. Yeah. I, I think, That's a good point. I didn't But he still had that. to shoot her in the head. Yeah, yeah. He, still, well, he had to. He, he had, had to, to prove he was there. Yeah, he, he had to basically sign, you know, sign. And yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't headshot you, you're probably not quite dead yet. Right. Which, by the way, that would that would be the ultimate irony, though, is that if he hadn't, and it was just accepted that she committed suicide, they would have never had to betray him in the first place. No, because if it was just accepted that she had committed suicide, he would have still. Uh, Bad, bad guy asshole face would have still had John's marker because it wouldn't have been completed He'd by John. It. Oh, right. okay. I yeah. John would still owe him. Right. Yeah. right. So that's the only way to... Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Right. So, he, yeah, he was stuck in a situation that he right. really didn't have a good way out. Right. That was never really a possibility. He got was, Winston's marker. Yeah. I cannot... I want to see how that pay, plays out. Right. <laughs> Which means... Yeah. Because Winston's account number was 1111111. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Mr. Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, he. I mean, and that was that was so. Because the last time someone pulled, you know, because at the end he does end up killing D'Antonio um, on in the continental in the continental yeah, in yeah. front of Winston. Yeah, and and the, the last, last time, time somebody broke the rules of continental, Winston killed them. Right. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, um, the place where John went. To meet with Winston was where they was him. where they killed Miss Perkins, right? Say, in, in that little yeah. overhangy place at mm-hmm. that, that nice little park. Yep. Um, right. They just killed her in the overhang because it was raining. Right. And yeah. Winston just came out and said, "No, you bitch, you dead." And then four people shot her. Right. <laughs> yeah. In a there Polish, instead in, in, a, in a sort of Polish firing squad, but still. <laughs> <laughs> then. Um, no, instead, then the ending, Winston's like, well, I had to kick you out of Continental. It's either that or kill you. Why am I not dead? <laughs> Why am I not dead? I willed because not I willed it not to be. be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, oh my god, this, this guy is like the freaking devil. That's because, he, yeah, well, no. Or he, he is, is god. He is the king, John of, the, Wick is is the the devil. king of the world. Yes. And yeah. I'm pretty sure they're related. I don't know. I, I didn't see This is my theory. My right. official official theory is that uh, Winston is John Wick's dad. We haven't seen any acknowledgement of that, but I can still see it would be possible, or at least, 
Well, uh, well, and, and maybe perhaps Uncle. not biologically his father, maybe right? raised him but I think him. maybe raised him. Yeah, I can see that because he's, he's always like, calling him Jonathan. Yeah, that's true. Nobody else. Nobody nobody else could just be because Jonathan. Winston's a very proper guy. Well, yes, but yeah. Yeah. and yeah. he kind of talks to him like like a, like a well, like at least like a mentor talks to a mentee. Yeah, there's like yeah. a familiar, and familiar. There is a familial relationship, yeah. and there. he, he will make enunciate. exceptions for John that he will make for no one else. <laughs> this is why I'm not telling you a certain someone. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like when Caron in in, act, in first one. Yeah, by the way, the the uh, concierge, his name is Caron. Right. Okay. And um, and the and the bad guy <laughs> offers to offers to him when Perkins is killing him. Will you be in need of sir? A dinner reservation. <laughs> Which is like, so you need a killer? <laughs> right. Because a dinner reservation is Clean is up. the cleaner is the cleaning crew. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, but yeah, in but um, what was I saying? He gives John information that he would not give anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, he treats John in a different but then again It's not just him that treats John differently either. Karen Offering to take care of the dog. Yes. We do not. We do not board, I'm afraid. But I would be honored to take the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good dog. I mean, despite John's reputation, more it takes more than just reputation as a badass to yeah. get that kind of respect. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's I mean there there are There is definitely unplumbed depths there. Yeah. Which is uh, just great writing. Yeah. Because you want to know more, so yeah. Regardless yeah. of yeah, else, and even if you don't know more. know more, you can tell obviously that there is more to that story. There's more it's, to know. It's like good mm-hmm. actors will come up with, uh, even if they even even if you never hear it, they will come up. Uh, a lot of good actors, when they are given a role, mm-hmm. they will come up with the entire life story of that character up until this point. Which will lead them to do things that make you look into it. Yeah, yeah which is like, which is you know, why Johnny Depp look up, looked up in uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> because he was just so in character, he was in, he was in Jack Sparrow deep. Yeah, um, but then you know he's never been able to get out either. <laughs> well, the other thing about that concept, I'm still think, looking forward to the Pirates movie, by the way. Yes, is that. Uh, by being that thorough, they they're not gonna instinctively pull from their own life experience. They're like replacing yeah. that. Yeah. Right. They're making conscious effort now, a to. A good writer will experience. actually provide you that backstory already, so you don't even have to think of it. Which yeah, which is yeah. Which I which is why I'm pretty sure that that Caron Winston and John were given backstory. Oh yeah, they were given deep backstory. Because Caron also is immune to a lot of things, you know, that go on. Because Caron I mean, Karen shows up at John Wick's house if you are so inclined, and John just goes with him. He's like, oh. no one else I think could get him to do that, you know. Well, without John, question, John went to his house to look at the melted picture of his wife and then go die because he killed someone in front of Winston on Continental ground. He was right. going to accept the consequences. He was yeah, ready yeah. completely to accept the consequences of what he did. Yeah. Which is, I think, the other reason why he didn't have consequences. Not only that, but it, it when Winston, first of all, you know, says, I deemed it not to be so, that was Winston telling him, I want you to survive this. Mm-hmm. Gave him an hour. Yeah, <laughs> gave know? him one hour, and also said, "Here, take this. You may find it useful in the future." And it's a marker. Yeah, and I the was... only thing that can be in it that can be even remotely uh, hinted at there is that it is a marker for Winston. 
which has multiple applications because yeah. one, it means that he can call in a favor, but it also means that Winston is not allowed to kill him. Exactly. All the rules apply. Winston right. cannot. Winston <laughs> cannot turn him down. Cannot <laughs> kill him. And cannot. And cannot. And cannot run for him. It's dangerous yeah. to go alone. Take this. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and it had one of the, it had one of my favorite uh, not just not funny or anything just uh, kind of funny. But one of my favorite lines was towards the end of the movie says, "Let them know anybody who comes for me, I will kill them all." Of course you will. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. you will. Yeah, that was Winston expressing utter faith. Of course in you will. Yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, but yeah, that was I think. Now there was one thing that was promised early on that they didn't deliver on. Is when John and D'Antonio are sitting in the in the uh, museum, um, in the art museum. I, I'm I'm mad that he didn't kill D'Antonio with the spare. Oh, it's okay. yeah, because you're wondering how you would do it now, <laughs> you know? Because D'Antonio, one thing I, I hated the character, but I I think that was we were intended. That to. was the point. Yeah. 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 He, he was made he to be a pure despicable well. character. He did that. He I'll was tell you, I would have strangled him with his tie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that would have that would have worked. But I think yeah, he's, he's wearing was, a nice tie. Had a nice tie pin on it too. You could probably <laughs> stab him in the neck, right? <laughs> well, uh, the thing about killing him with a continental was he couldn't take any chances with how long it took. He had to just be able to do it in a second. Throat punch, man. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But it was. Or yeah. you know, with the with the fork and knife that he was eating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. With. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have they, expected when he... Uh, I'm learning a lot about you all. When, when John came in and he was taking that bite of steak, I have expected him to like throw a gun or something and have it hit the fork and shove it in the back of his throat. <laughs> right, yeah. By the way, yeah. a lot of nice uh, Superman-esque gun throwing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how the bad guys <laughs> run out of bullets and throw the gun at Superman? Huh. Yeah, but like, when John does it... It actually it, works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it hits a guy in the forehead. That's <laughs> because... When you're throwing a, when it's Superman throwing a gun at him is stupid. It's when like you're dealing with a person, yeah, when you're dealing with a person, that's still you know, yeah, a few pounds of metal it's coming big, at your face. Yeah, it's a big block right. of metal, yeah. yeah. At the very least, you're it's big enough that your eyes can track it, which makes you automatically, uh, reflexively right, you're react. dodge. Yeah, yeah. because and it's just pure reflex. At the very right. least, throw up your hands. Yeah, yeah. The Borderlands so, games has a couple of guns where that's how you reload. Is throw the gun but then it explodes but then yeah, it they explodes and it exploded and it exploded yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and um, the, I liked I liked the suit yes. yeah the suit oh, yeah. was suit and cut Italian <laughs> lining tactical, tactical. <laughs> and the way he was, is this for day or night I'll need I'll one, one of each <laughs> yeah and I, I like that John was not the only one who had the bulletproof suit everybody had a bulletproof suit by this point yes um, because they were in Rome yeah. for someone being appointed Rome, be, because someone was being it. appointed to the uh, to the, the Council of Twelve. Yeah, the High Table. The High Table. The, the Council of Twelve. What do you call them, vampire? Yeah. Um, the uh, the, uh, the, the Primogen. Yeah, the Primogen. Yeah. Yeah. All the, the uh, because. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the uh, because this this this. By the way, I was totally thinking blood hunt at the end. Yeah, this eats. I was like, so this the prince is called a blood hunt. Yeah, that, this eats. That is what's happened. This eats <laughs> a lot uh, from World of Darkness. Um, yeah, but then vampire eats a lot from uh, modern day crime. Modern day uh, massive crime families too. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot of back. And there's forth. there's there's the mafia yeah. and vampires. And well, I think I think that would have been one of their episodes because this would this. Didn't have any. The Camorra is one of the larger uh, crime organizations, for example. Right. Um, 
So at least it's a name that I hear bandied about frequently. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> well, none of us are sure. Yeah. But it's yeah. I think it was. I like that there were the different organizations because you had the high table, you had the continental. Uh, all of them worked through the operator. And that kid, and, and the bad guy. What's his name? Which one, D'Antonio? D'Antonio. Or, yeah. yeah, he he was he was a kid who wanted to sit at the grown-ups table. That's all he was. Yeah. Really, really, yeah, I want to see it at the high table. Yeah, and his sister, on the other hand, uh, was ruthless and good and powerful she, and scary. Yeah, and she knew what, what the consequences of, of that of John showing up were going to be. Yeah. Not beyond. You realize he'll take New York. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Except it was more like, no, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> because we both know he's going to betray me and I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and which leads us to the Bowery King, Lawrence Fishburne. The Bowery King, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Who never actually got officially named on on, on, uh, on camera. Yeah, just take me to him. Take me to him. Yeah. To this random hobo and he gives him a continental gold coin. like Right. And also, though, that, that gave us an indication that... While the currency of the Continental is universal, not everybody knows everybody else. Because the two guys, the two guys that were after him, walk up on the bum like, huh? <laughs> you, know, right. he, you know, without knowing that he's part of the body. Yeah, and then he just kills them both. <laughs> yeah, just, just like they put it in everything, man. <laughs> you know, just like. By the way, uh, they they did they they did Hollywood silencers. Yeah, yeah so which everybody did they got, every movie. They yeah. got everything pretty accurate except for silencers. I don't think I've seen a movie that does yeah. silencers properly. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, there was one Navy SEAL movie who that did something like. There's only one gun really that I've ever seen done. Two guns that I've ever really seen done that are silent enough that you can only really hear the bolt clacking. Uh, and that is the MP5 SD, uh, which is has yeah. the uh, suppressor integral to the barrel itself. Right. Which means you have to replace your barrel after so many shots. That's kind of and, a cop out. That's not like a traditional silencer compensator, though. That's right, just like exactly. we're designing the effing gun this way. Right. Yeah. We're going to make a gun. So SD that the is old... right in the name, yeah. folks. Yes, we're making exactly. a gun so that the only thing you hear is the is the, the bolt, bolt action. Right. That and uh, then the uh, and then the uh, the P90. Uh, with a suppressor on it, yeah, uh, is self is is self contained enough that yeah. It, it, well, P ninety is actually a pretty quiet gun in general. Yeah, um, that's because it uses. I feel like there was a movie I saw once where someone was like, "No, it's okay. I got a silencer on it," and they shoot, and it's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, but I thought but, you said you had a silencer. I said I had a suppressor. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, <laughs> There's no such thing as a silencer. <laughs> and I am willing to forgive. The Hollywood silencers, just for the scene Where of Cassian yeah. and him, basically just you know yeah. taking pot shots at each other. Bang bang, yeah, bang bang. Yeah, neither of them are aiming. Cassian's up high, John's down yeah. low. And they're both firing from effectively from the, hip. the hip. Yeah, because they because if they if they do anything more than just barely hold the gun to their body, everyone will see it and go. Ah! Right, and it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna, sh- I'm shooting you, motherfucker. I'm shooting, I'm shooting, <laughs> shooting back. you. It's and over, I- Jonathan. I have the high ground. You're right. It's like, but I'm, I'm John fucking Wick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Wick uh, beats Cassian. It's like, I love there's a knife way. in your aorta. Yeah, that, 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 if that you knife. pull it out, 
You'll bleed, you'll bleed die. and die. <laughs> Consider this a professional, professional, professional courtesy. courtesy. What was the first line to set uh, up the professional courtesy? The, the professional courtesy, courtesy was, uh, oh, was cash in paying for John Wick's drink. That's right. right. That's and, right. He, and he says, like, I'll, 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 I'll try to make it quick. Yeah. Consider it a professional courtesy. Yeah. And John's like, I'll try to do the same. Right. John did make it somewhat quick. I mean, he yeah. fight, fights cash in more than anyone else. But yeah. at the end, he doesn't kill him. Right. And then yeah. he kills two guys with a fucking pencil. Oh, a and fucking I'm, pencil, yeah. I, mean, I could not watch that scene. Like, I cringed at that scene. Yeah. The pencil going bad. in the person's ear, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That was the only thing that got yeah. Ah. yeah. It, it well, wasn't and, the initial stab in the ear didn't get me, is when he pushed more in here that... Yeah. <laughs> or and then he takes the other guy, holds the pencil up against the wall, and slams him, slams his yeah. head, you know, and hits yeah. basically. And the pencil the comes out covered in gore. Yeah, dripping, and I'm going, ooh, effective, but ooh, <laughs> yeah. But then you know, and I like that Jason Bourne did it first. Yeah, sort of. He stabbed a guy with a pen, though. Yeah, completely different. Was that before or after the Joker and the Dark Knight? Far before it was in. Okay. It was in the Bourne Identity. Which, yeah, it was definitely before. Okay. That was like 2004? Yeah. Something like that. Back when Matt Damon was trying to divorce himself from Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that they're, now they're, you know, they're back to the amicable phase. Amicable phase. Yeah. Um, well, I can't talk quit you. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, oh, and, of course, I love... Lawrence Fishburne never does a character that I, I don't like. He has that ability... <sighs> You know, Will someone please get this man a gun? <laughs> and he gives him a gun with seven rounds. It's like seven rounds? Seven million dollars gets you seven rounds. I was like, okay, I can, I can see the math. <laughs> it's okay, John will get more guns. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm sitting here going... He went through seven in, like, five seconds. Yeah, I guess four people. Yeah. But because he's used to... He's he's used to suppressing fire. He's used to, used to using suppressing fire. Right. It's usually two to the chest, two one to two to the head. Right. Um, is his standard firing sta- style. Yeah. And you know that's only most... two people. Yeah. If yeah. you uh, if you only have seven rounds. Right. So he then picks up one of their guns and like, okay, this will work. <laughs> yeah. And then he finally gets a mag for his gun that he's been carrying. I think, with the, I think with those seven rounds, though, it was four headshots, like four drops, and mm-hmm. then the last three were on one person. Yeah. And um, people just what? let themselves Two, open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And that Stupid. Was, it's but satisfying. <laughs> right? And uh, was I. Oh, um, okay, speaking of, they do this in a, in a crowded room. No collateral. No collateral. John, right after killing, um, uh, um, well, it did help that the room had kind of started to clear for them. Yes, but when he also he ran through the crowd when he uh, when he killed D'Antonio's sister, um, and also no collateral damage. Yeah, you know another uh, observation about you know people being around. When he had that big fight scene, or you know, the second big fight scene with Cashian on the train, there were still some people there, just yeah, watching they, it happen. And they got off at every stop. Yeah, they they got off. Well, they after the fight started, they all. I thought there were a couple that were stuck on on there with him at the end, though, which made me wonder: like, is someone calling nine one one for 
Who knows? Cash in with the knife stuck in his Uh-oh. chest. It like, <laughs> doesn't know? look good, Wookie. It's been like that for a while. Okay. I'm just seeing if I can fix um, it. We have a little time left uh, right. if we want to stay to an hour and a half. So, um, so it was really good. Yeah. Um, but I, but I cannot say it was better than John Wick One because it was dependent on a sequel. Right. Yeah, it, I, okay. I can go back and just watch John Wick 1 whenever I want. Yeah, exactly. Until John Wick 3 comes out, I'm probably not going to just go back and watch John Wick 2. And now you know what most of the 80s were, or the first part of the 80s were like for me. With Han Solo frozen in freaking carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know... Uh, That's why I, I tend to like the Marvel movies. While you know they're getting a sequel... They don't. They're de- they, they they don't tend to depend on a sequel. Right. Right. Now, Civil War, you know, yeah, Civil War. The funny thing is, Civil War have, told a complete story. It, 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 I mean, it wrapped itself up. But it, it affected the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which I thought well, was because the Avengers isn't happening again until uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Right. Which they've got the new. Which they've got the new. Uh, the new uh, featurette out on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still, you know, it's yeah. still a complete story. So, but still, John Wick 2, go see it. Yeah. Um, this has been Neil. Michael. The one true Ben. And Wookie. And we will talk to you next time on Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter D and the number 99. Opening theme is Mega Ultra Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. Man, he just cracks up all the kills in this movie. And it's all headshots, man!